0: People around here don't care about DACA. They don't care about Me Too, I'm Black Too, or transgender bathrooms. Period. Robot. A trade war with China? Bring it on. Most people in western Pennsylvania support it. They've been blaming the Chinese for stealing their jobs for 40 years. Democrats used to fight for this stuff. He was one of those civilized individuals who did not insist upon agreement with his political principles as a precondition for conversation or friendship. So when do you think you're going to learn? Hey, this is Mike Romai, and I'm hosting a new podcast. I'd like to call it the Live Mike with Mike Romai. I have uh, 30 years experience in the broadcast industry as a talk show host. And I have interviewed newsmakers and knuckleheads, uh, entertainers and athletes. And right now I'm going to interview Kevin Farkas. Kevin is the executive director
1: of the Social Voice Project. Glad we're here doing this podcast finally. You and I have been talking about this for quite a while. Finally, we've gotten the chance to sit down on the microphones and launch this thing in Beaver County, and quite frankly, in the greater Pittsburgh area, we don't have a political oriented podcast. They're just non-existent. So. Man, I applaud you for stepping up with the plate and launching this. Well, I applaud you for uh, coming forward and wanting
0: to do something like this, especially with a host that uh, has a reputation of being somewhat left of center. Wait a minute. I didn't know that. Imagine that in the era of Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, that There wouldn't be any left of center hosts out there willing to talk about some of the issues that are going on.
1: Whether one is um, left, right, uh, middle of the road, You know, if you're a citizen, I think it's incumbent upon us to at least understand and listen to opposing views, right? Right. So, okay, this won't be everybody's cup of tea, right? It just will not be.
0: Well, and it's not going, I'm not going to hit you over the head with, uh, you know, strong opinions, especially when we have uh, uh, guests to talk to. And I've interviewed Republicans and Democrats and independents, Green Party candidates, and a lot of other people. And I treat them with respect in the interviews. Uh, Sometimes I might challenge them on their uh, opinions, but uh, I think it makes for good listening. And I, I, I don't, give them a free pass just to come on and spout their talking points.
1: So this podcasting is new to you, right?
0: Podcasting is new to me. Uh, being in front of
1: a microphone like this is not. I've spent most of my life there. Well, you're a natural, I tell you. I work with a lot of people who have never been on a microphone before ever. In fact, we had a, an earlier taping of this show with somebody who's never been on a microphone before Self, a politician. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about that interview coming up at... I feel pretty comfortable with you, Mike. Yeah. And I think you're I think you're gonna to bring to podcasting your experience in radio, your experience in, in as a conversationalist, your experience with these issues. I think this is really gonna be a win win for you. I, I personally I think it's gonna be a win win for the public who has a chance to, as we said, experience uh, a leftist center point of view.
0: Well, and I think that uh, for the Social Voice Project, we're going to be able to talk to people and I'll be able to ask questions that your listeners want asked. Uh, A lot of times they don't have uh, the exposure to these uh, officials, whether they're elected officials uh, from the school board or uh, at state government, or even in Congress. Uh, There are a lot of things that go on that uh, people are just uh, passive uh, viewers on. And this way, uh, it has been my style to try and ask the questions that I think my listener wants to ask, or if they had the opportunity to ask, they would ask it.
1: And you know, the great thing about podcasting is, unlike broadcast radio, where you end up talking at people, you yes. know, through the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And if you miss that show, well, it's gone, right? Podcasting is is on demand and it has a tendency to engage an audience. We'll take this episode and we'll put this on social media and people will be able to give it a thumbs up or they say, that Mike Romai shouldn't be on. I don't care if I ever hear that. But that's an engagement, right? That's very different than what the broadcast world uh, does. So the podcast world is really designed for... For that inclusivity. It's a
0: love-hate relationship uh, with the audience. It truly is. And I've been called every name in the book. Uh, but I've also been supported uh, by a lot of the listeners as well. And that's just the territory. You realize that when you go in, uh, not everybody's going to like you, which is fine because I think it gives to more compelling listening. And uh, can it be controversial? Sure, it can be controversial. Uh, but I learned a long time ago that if everybody just calls in and everybody says, oh, I love you, I love what you do, I that's boring. Yeah. It, it yeah. is very boring because then, you know, you're just going along to get along. Uh, sometimes you've got to poke
1: the bear. Sure. And, you know, podcasting is not um, regulated by the FCC. So, Mike, if one of these people happened to use the F-bomb on you, We can leave that in. (laughs) Well, maybe we'll cut it out. I don't know. But it's it's totally in the realm of possibilities. Or maybe maybe
0: we'll be the reason that the FCC
1: starts to regulate podcasting. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, so uh, we better watch this.
0: So if we have any any, uh, naked people on the podcast, nobody's going to be able to see that. Hey, we're naked right now. Nobody <laughs> can see that, right? No, we're not. It, that's a yeah. That's uh, you know. That's one of those things that now people won't be able to get out of their mind uh, when you're thinking
1: about that. Just yeah. I tell people all the time. You know, I work out of my home, uh, the basement studio. I tell people, oh, I get to do my work in my underwear all the time. Yeah, and then, yeah. That's a that's a sight, but that's um, true. Actually. So you're that guy that Trump
0: was talking about. You don't know. Maybe somebody was hacking him from the, his basement bedroom somewhere, <laughs> playing on his computer. That
1: was you. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, there is a podcast about Trump here. Oh, it's called, Yeah, it's called Trump on Earth. It's um, produced out of WESA, Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, it's an environmentally-themed podcast about what Trump and his um, administration is doing to the environment.
0: I was going to say, it can't be a positive thing.
1: That's not. <laughs> no. It's not. And quite frankly, and, and this is on a serious note. It's really depressing. Hmm. And I tend not to listen to that. Uh, I, well, for very long anyways. So here's my question well, to you, let me Let me just
0: uh, say something about that because that has, uh, you know, I've been off the air for about a year and a half now. But that's what has irritated me through this whole administration so far and the news media in general, basically, because what you're saying and how this administration is gutting. Uh, the EPA, how this administration is working to roll back regulations that have helped People health wise, education and otherwise, because they're too focused on what Amorosa was doing in the White House and who she's recording and who she's taping and what they said and whether he said the N word. You know, it's it's important. But all this other stuff is flying below the radar while we're paying attention to what uh, reality TV star uh, allegedly taped in the in the uh with the chief of staff in the war room. All these other things they're getting accomplished, and nobody's paying attention to them. That's the crime of this whole thing. Uh, we're not. We don't know. You mentioned that. How many people who are listening, or how many people that you talk to on a day, a daily basis, know anything about that? Nobody. Yeah. Right. Uh, they just want to, you know, it's it's sexy to hear what Amorosa is doing because she was supposedly in the inner circle. Uh, they want to talk about all these different things. Uh, Trump, whether he used foul language on this or uh, how many affairs he has had. But what about these things going on now that nobody's paying attention to five years from now when we ha- or two years from now? Hopefully we have a new president and a new administration. We're going to look
1: back and we're going to say, when did that happen? Sure. We're really swept up in what the great French cultural theorist Guy Debord called the spectacle. Long before Donald Trump and, and reality TV, you know, uh, Guy Debord basically posited that there are these things that, by design, take our attention away from other things. Dictators are great at this, uh, propagandists are great at this, and we are living in probably the, one of the greatest spectacles on earth right now with this this administration, in my view. And we get we get caught up in the glitter that is coming at us through mm-hmm. mainstream media often. You know the Amorosa yeah, <laughs> stories, right. yeah. And right. what about the nuts and bolts? What about what's happening on the school board? Right. You know what's happening at, at with our air quality?
0: What is Betsy DeVos doing to education? Who who's paying the money? Who are the lobbyists? Who's buying the access to these people? Uh, nobody's paying attention. Right. Uh, they're not looking and. Uh, I don't know when they're going to be able or how we're going to be able to find it out or if people even care about it. That's the that's the biggest problem is uh, you can talk about these things and you can expose it. But do people care? Are people too wrapped up in their own lives? As long as you don't touch my Social Security, as long as you don't touch this, as long as you don't, you know, as far as my business is concerned, you don't make me pay too many taxes. As long as we're okay with that, then I don't care what goes on behind the scenes.
1: Right. And let me circle back on something Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned earlier, and that is um – how depressing a lot of this stuff is. And, you know, it's just human nature. We don't want to be depressed. We don't. We turn off the things that are pain symbols. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that we actually gravitate towards the spectacle, right? Uh, bread and circuses, you know. Bread and circuses are a distraction from stuff that, um, you know, life is about, the hard stuff in life, right? The nuts and bolts things we have to deal with every day.
0: Well, but it's uh, it's one of those things where, as you talk, and there was a movie out starring Robert De Niro and Dustin Hoffman many years ago called why the dog. Uh, It was based on the Clinton administration, but uh, the idea that uh, our government officials are able to create a drama to take your attention away from the real issue because then the news media buys into it and they run with it and uh, they're still able uh, to do their dastardly deeds because nobody's watching. Now, this has been, uh, as you say, glittery or sexy and this is is more compelling than to find out what they really were doing. Now, this podcast is
1: not going to be the flip side of the other side of politics, is it? No. It's not. No. It's no. Not, and that's not going to be a bunch of doom and gloom and despair, is it? I hope
0: not. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be informing. It's going to be entertaining. Uh, it's going to be politics. It's going, Like I said, uh, depending on who's available and what's available and what's going on at the time, I think one of the great things about being able to do this uh, with the Social Voice Project is that we, we can cover what's going on now we can see what's coming ahead maybe in the next two weeks and capitalize on that and bring it to our listeners.
1: Yeah. And you know, the great thing about podcasting is that it's really such an intimate space. You know, people often listen to podcasts with headphones on and that brings sound. Mm-hmm. real close to you. You know what I mean? Uh, so when you listen to a conversation in that intimate sort of space, it's very different than if you hear it uh, you know, shoved at you through the TV uh, speakers or from across the room and so forth. It's just the dynamics of this medium.
0: And that's, uh, I think that's the key. And uh, podcasting is more or less an offshoot to the radio business. And that is that uh, we learn very early on in radio is that it's a deeply personal conversation that you're having with one listener not 50,000 not a hundred out there it's just that one person with their headphones on or the one person in their car listening to the podcast they're driving along stuck in traffic and you're communicating with them and not everybody out there it's just one-on-one
1: yeah you know our network we've been listened to in all 50 states and more than 70 countries around the world yeah, we're quite a yeah. worldwide reach. Right.
0: I've worked for 500 watt radio stations that can't get to the next town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Well, sometimes I think we only reach some people <laughs> to the next town. That, uh... Mike, I'm very confident that this is going to be very successful. I'm glad that you chose us to work with you as a podcaster. We're very excited about this.
0: I'm excited, too, and I appreciate uh, you, Kevin, and Dave Halawiko, uh, for inviting me on. Our and,
1: producer, who's uh, sitting right here in the room. Yeah, getting ready to do a big show
0: tonight, huh? Yes. You guys are always doing something different. It, it's amazing, because I watch this stuff, and, and I know that you're a very small uh, conglomerate. Here. That, that's an oxymoron, I think, a small <laughs> conglomerate, but you're very, you know, you're startup basically. And you're doing these things, uh, but you have such a, a reach when people go onto your uh, website and they can see all the different projects that you guys have been working on. It's it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't know that I um, started my first podcast in 2013, five years ago, but I've been doing this uh, this audio gig for a number of years now. A lot of oral history work. We continue to do that. Live events we do. We record live events Audio is our specialty, although we are a full-service media company and a turnkey operation, too. So we work with a lot of people and organizations that are nonprofits and a lot of community-oriented projects. People have never been on a microphone before. So we bring all this tech side you know, to these groups so they can get their message out to these 60, 70 uh, you know, countries that we're heard in around the world. Yeah, it's pretty amazing That's stuff. That's
0: great. So you're bringing programs and issues and organizations uh, to people far
1: beyond our county lines. Yeah, absolutely. We work with a lot of museums and local history societies to bring, you know, every town has a little mom and pop place right here in Beaver Falls, where we are now in the library in the basement, right across the hall is the Beaver Falls Historical Society. One room over there, wonderful history in there. But how does the world know about it? Well, you know, we could do that through podcasting. So we have a local history podcast initiative that basically assists these organizations in bringing their holdings, their, their events and so forth to the world. Which is important because as you talk about these things and the variety
0: of topics that you can discuss, uh, whether it's talking with political candidates or going across the hall and uh, taking a tour of the Beaver Falls Museum, but you also tackle... Uh, some very important issues. I know uh, that you've done human trafficking. I know that you're in the process of working on opioid addiction, which is a major issue here in our uh, community. Uh, But those are the kind of things that, uh, with your insight, you have the capability of doing and bringing it to all these people.
1: Yeah, for sure. We've done a lot of work with veterans and, and having veterans share their stories through our podcast. We do a very specific podcast on military sexual trauma, which a lot of people don't even know exists. It's actually a a medical condition determined by the VA if you are sexually assaulted in the military. It's called MST, military sexual trauma. So we do a podcast all around that. So, uh, yeah, we're doing some great work, we think. Yes, very good. And I hope
0: to be a part of it. Looking forward to it. This podcast is The Live Mike with Mike Romine on The Social Voice Project. If you like what you heard, make sure you like, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. If not, don't do anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay.